Welcome back to the Fire Circle, a place where we can gather and reflect on our walking in life. I'm Janelle, and joined with me is Levitt. And our guests, we have Crystal and Hallie. Hi. Hello. They did it right in order. Good job. <laughs> um, so I would like to just start with telling if you could just answer, like, what is your connection to Anasazi? So Hallie just got off the trail. Yes. And do you want me to go into how we found Anasazi? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay. So um, Hallie was struggling with mental health. Um, she was going through a lot of anxiety and depression. And she reached out for help. Um, go ahead, Hallie, if you want to explain. I was kind of just going through a lot. And I went to my dad one night and kind of just told him like, hey, I'm really struggling mentally. Like I'm having a lot of suicidal thoughts and just different things with that. And my parents found Anasazi and just decided that was what I needed to just get the help that that I needed. <laughs> so I have to say, like, we looked into a bunch of different programs. Um, I did a lot of research. I'm one that likes to go to when even when I go on Amazon, I go through all the reviews. Oh, I'm I'm the same way. <laughs> We're very similar in that. So, um, I mean, we just read through reviews. I called around to different places. And the biggest thing that stuck out to me is I had called the place and they said, yeah, we can fix your daughter. And I immediately hung up on them. <laughs> I was like, she's not broken. Like, I didn't ever feel that she was broken. I didn't ever feel she needed to be fixed. I just felt like she needed to recognize her inner greatness. And that's something that Anasazi really emphasized and really went through. And that was really important to me. And so did they give you an option or did they just say, hey, this is what we found? No, so it was actually the night before and we were driving down to where I was going to head off to the trail and they said, oh yeah, by the way, you're going into this program. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> like that happened. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even really know what was going on. And then I was on the trail and I was like, oh, okay, cool. We're here. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Hallie, will you tell us, I guess, tell us a little bit about what it was like coming to the trail and then like your first impressions of maybe like trail walkers or like going into the desert. And then also, I really want to hear about the first time you made primitive fire. Okay, so I was like so nervous going out there because I really didn't know like what was in store for me. And when we finally got out there, it was so surreal. And like, it finally hit me that, you know, I wasn't with my parents. I wasn't around my family. Like it was just me and my thoughts and my awakenings and just, yeah, it was, it was so weird, but I just, I learned so much about myself and yeah, I just learned how to be by myself and like with my thoughts. Now on the trail, you go into like, um, different groups that we called bands. Did you have any bandmates? I did. I had a lot of bandmates at first as they kind of all 
went on their little journeys. Like, I don't know, I made a lot of friends. I loved every single person in the band. We all just had like a really special connection and being out there and going through the same stuff. Like it really just really brought everyone together. And it was, it was fun. I liked being in the band. So tell me about making fire. It was difficult. Like, so I had procrastinated my first week and my trail walkers made most of my fire kit for me. And so I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And I didn't really understand the making of an asking. And so I wanted to ask like, hey, how do you make fire out here? Because I watched them make fire the first night, but I like didn't know what to do. I think it was the last day um, before I went into the band that I was like trying to make fire because I was like, oh, so I have to do this to get into the band. And I couldn't get it. Like I tried so hard and the trail walkers were like, oh, it's okay. Like you can get it when you get into girls band. And so I got into girls band and I had to go make fire before I could like join the group officially. And oh my gosh, I struggled so much. And like, it was just so difficult. Um, I ended up having two trail walkers tandem with me and to like make the fire. Oh my gosh. It felt so good when I finally got it. Because, like, I just wanted to go hang out with everyone. <laughs> That's awesome. So, Crystal, what was your experience watch- like watching Hallie make primitive fire? It was so interesting. And it was actually really amazing. I mean, at first I was like, what? You don't have, like, matches or, like, a lighter? Um, and Hallie was like, no, we, you know, we got this. And she sat with her bow and went back and forth. And she ended up tandeming with um, her dad, my husband. And and it was just so amazing to watch. It was such a cool experience to see that. I also want to ask maybe, like, what was it like she left, right? So what was it like as a parent right at first? It was a struggle. It was probably one of the hardest decisions as a mom, as parents, because um, you're like, am I making the right choice? I feel like there's so many choices in life where you know right and wrong. And this particular situation was the first situation that I've been in when I'm like, I don't know what's right and wrong. I know that I got this feeling inside that this is what she needed. I know that I got confirmation that I was like, okay, okay, this is the right thing, but it still was a really hard choice. And that first week that she was gone was so I just cried and cried. And I just it was hard for me not to be able to pick up a phone and call her or pick, you know, and just like I my mom instinct was like, is she too cold? Is she doing this? And she and I just had all these things. And then as I got that first letter that she wrote me, it was just I cried through the whole letter, but it was just such uh, just her words in it. I don't even know. It was just comfort. That's the word for it. It's just so comforting to know that she was okay and that she was learning so much about herself and her self-worth and just everything all together was just... It was also like the longest we've ever been apart since I was born. Yeah. Ever. ever. It was crazy. I felt like after the seven weeks, it was like giving birth again. <laughs> I was like, Yeah, no, that was that was what was difficult for me. Like one of the most difficult things for me on the trail is just like being away from you guys. Uh, I know it was hard. The longest we had been away from each other prior to this was probably like five days or so. So yeah, this not, a even, not even a week. Yeah. And then we had to go seven. Yeah. So I usually think that I think that the letters are kind of a really special part of the trail, a part that like 
is therapeutic in its own sense. What was letter letter writing back and forth like for you guys? Because you'd have to wait a week to get letters and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it was so difficult because like I just had so many things and so many experiences that I wanted to just be like, hey, oh, my gosh, this happened today. And um, guess what I'm going through right now? And blah, blah, blah. But I had to wait, wait an entire week to see what she would say or how she would react to what I was trying to tell her. It was it was hard. Same thing with me. Like, it was so difficult to like, I had all this stuff that I was telling her that was going on at home or back in with us. And then I'd be like waiting an entire week to hear her response to that. And then also like she would put something in her letter and I would want to like elaborate on it or like have like a face to face conversation like about it. And so we had to wait until family camp to have those conversations and everything. Every time I did go into the band to sit sit with Hallie, she would be writing a letter. (laughs) Um, Did you find that because it's a different type of communication that there were things that you said maybe that you wouldn't have said face to face? Definitely. I feel like I had a lot more confidence in like what I was saying in my letters, because when you tell someone something difficult, you get their initial reaction. Either they're um, disappointed or they're angry or they're sad. But I had an entire week to process like how I felt and then put it in a letter. And so I just felt it easier to tell her stuff that way. I felt like the letters were very therapeutic in a lot of ways. I would write mine and I'd be like, oh, wait. And I would actually delete some or edit my own letter. And then I'm like, you would do. So I would just edit it or I would say like, oh, my gosh. OK, I actually want to go deeper. I want to go into these deeper conversations. And I was able to add to the letters also. And so it's very therapeutic for me. I would love to hear how you guys felt about the staff. Now, most of the staff we call trail walkers here. So I'm sure you had a few that you liked. Um, Tell me about them. Oh, I loved every single one of them. Like they were all just so sweet. And I had so many good awakenings from just like talking to them and seeing their view on life and their experiences And yeah, I just, I love every single one of them. What makes them different than maybe like other places? They're, it feels like they're more real. Like they're, you're just out in the wilderness, you know, like might as well have a conversation about, I don't know, that pretty mountain over there (laughs) or like just different things like that. I felt like you told me too, like once, and I experienced this with every staff member that I came into contact with is that they saw people for people. And there was no judgment. There was no anybody's better or no matter what position people were in, they just felt like equal to you. And I felt like it was amazing. And that's something Hallie said was like, they saw people as people. Yeah, we were all living through like the same thing and all experiencing the same things in the weeks that I had some of the trail walkers. So what are some of the difficult things you went through on the trail and what are some of the things you miss? Something difficult I went through on the trail was definitely the hiking every day. My muscles were always just so sore. And I know the nurse out there told me, you know, you should stretch every day. Like it'll really help. But I just never did it. So hiking, I made it difficult for myself, honestly. But I definitely miss falling asleep under the stars. I know I was going to bed and like 
my own bed the other night and I looked up and I saw my ceiling fan and I was like, oh, that's yeah, I miss seeing stars. <laughs> I know for me, um, one of the hardest things like as a parent that she had to write about in her letter is that she had to hike through a blizzard. But the struggle that she went through with that and then coming out the other side and she had written in a letter like this is the best experience I've been through. Like I truly know that I can get through anything now. And so that was really amazing. Yeah, I love that because it's really parallel to life, right? Like we just sometimes have blizzards in our life. It's true. Yeah, the blizzard was definitely a rough patch in my walking. And I was telling trail walkers out there, I was like, I'm really torn between turning this into a life lesson and like, wow, I'm so strong. Like I can get through anything and just being like, you know, what? get me the heck out of here. <laughs> like I'm done. I did it. We're, we went through the blizzard like let's go home. <laughs> let's talk about, so you went there for mental health mm -hmm. and what was it about the trail that kind of addressed those issues you feel like, first of all, did it help? And the second thing would be how, how did it help? Okay. So at first I was like struggling harder than when I was at home because I didn't have any of my family there to like cheer me up. I mean, the trail walkers were really good at comforting me when I had my little episodes, but it was just, it was more difficult, but then it got like easier as I gained self-worth and I was like, wow, I can do hard things. Like my body is so much stronger and my mind is so much clearer than I thought it could ever be. And yeah, I think it was just Something about primitive living, it just gives you that clarity. And yeah, I think that's what made it like better in a sense. And also it was like the letters with my parents made my mental health better, essentially, because we just got to work through so many of our problems and, you know, processing things was a lot easier out in the wilderness with no distractions. So so in a lot of ways, like going through the difficult things helped you kind of know who you were and how strong you were. Yeah. Crystal, from your end, when did you kind of see that shift and how could you tell that she was kind of gaining some self-worth? So I would say, I mean, the first couple of weeks were really difficult um, with just the letters back and forth and we're getting used to this new form of communication and then her going through everything she was going through. Um, I could see the first couple of weeks she was struggling more. Um, but by the third week, I got in a letter that I could tell was like all the difference. Um, she definitely talked about not specifically self-worth, but she talked about an experience that she had gone through or different experiences that she came out stronger and how she handled it and how she dealt with it. And one of those just kind of interesting situations, but she had had a bee land on her and she is not our nature girl at first um, prior to this experience. But when the bee landed on her, she just wanted to like, like freak out and scream and swat at it. And um, what what did they say to you? Oh, heart at peace. Yeah, one of the trail walkers were like, whoa, whoa, calm down. Like heart at peace and it won't sting you. Like just be at peace with the bees. And, and I ended up crawling in her sleeve and she was freaking out, but she didn't swat at it. Yeah, and I, I kind of just stood there and I was like, 
Oh, it's in my sleeve. Oh, get it out. Get it out. Get it out. (laughs) (laughs) But she talked about from that experience, the want for living and with the past, with the suicidal thoughts and the different things that she had. And then going through that little simple experience, but a scary experience helped her. I want to live. I want to be here. I want to experience these things in a healthy way. Okay, Hallie, my question for you is while you were on the trail and you were thinking forwards to going home and family camp and whatnot, what things did you start to think about so that if and when you started to slip, you could grab on and go, no, 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 I I want to live. I want to be here. What did you do or put in place for yourself? Um, I wrote down a lot of my awakenings. And so I kind of just refer back to that or go in read it again when I'm feeling stuck or like I want to um, go back to my old ways and different things. Like I just read through that and I kind of re-experience like what brought me to that. And that's kind of helped me stay on a good path. I love it. I love all these experiences. Um, So tell me about family camp. Oh my goodness. That was interesting. Well, the start of it was amazing um, just to see Holly again. And she comes around, just she throws her bow or her whatever oh, she had. carrying Steve, Steve the, the shovel. shovel. Oh, she had a shovel named Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I threw him to the side and I just gave my parents the biggest hug. And I was already crying like before I got there. And so my face was already like red and just like I wanted to see my parents so bad. And so we got there. And my mom didn't want to gather firewood. Well, no, I just didn't realize how much firewood you needed. Like, and I guess it's kind of symbolic in life is you don't know how much mental health is so important that you work on. And so we gathered for like a minute and we had a good pile. It was a tiny pile of sticks. I thought it was a good pile. (laughs) And she said, and she said, is this good? And I said, "Mm, no. (laughs) Yeah, maybe for like 10 minutes. (laughs) So as we continue to gather, though, it was really amazing for me to see her in that leadership role and to see and to protect me in that way, because I had always protected her her whole life. So to see those roles reversed was really amazing for me. And she was like, no, we have to have enough to last all night and we need a bigger log for night. And and she just really took on this leadership role. And then once we got a fire going, um, to cook because I didn't know how to put together those ingredients that she had. And she's like, okay, here's our best meals and here's, you know, what we need to do. And, and so again, just to take care of me in that way was really powerful. Yeah. My dad wasn't very good at rationing the rice. (laughs) And so he made a fat cup the first day and I was like, now we don't have any rice. (laughs) What was the meal that you wanted to make for them? Definitely. Okay. The first one I made was max which is what we call mac and cheese on the trail and my mom loved it so much yeah i was like this is good we can do this yeah every other meal paled in comparison (laughs) she did the first one best so that i would be invested (laughs) just to give her a little bit of hope you know we can make it through (laughs) so family camp is like two half days and one full day two nights um what did you do for the full day that one was like unscheduled 
That one was really amazing. Um, we actually took the morning and just sat and talked. And we were by this really beautiful tree that reminded me of the tree from like Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the healing tree. But we were able to have some really deep conversations and have some awakenings with each other. And I don't know how long we talked. It was for a while. It was for a good minute. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, we, of course, made a bunch of food. Um, and then we went on this really beautiful hike and sat on the side of a mountain yeah. and ate together. We brought our food up there. And so we sat and ate. Um, and then what did we do? Oh, then we had a feast with the rest of our food. Yeah, because we were like, OK, we've rationed. We're going to make everything. <laughs> Hallie, how was it having those hard conversations with your parents where you're like, oh, I know that these questions are coming and I don't necessarily know like how it's going to go. Like, how was that experience for you? Um, it was difficult. And honestly, I was scared and I didn't know because like in the letters, I didn't get their initial reaction. But at family camp, it was like, oh, it's time to see that initial reaction. And but no, it was really good once we had those deep talks because I don't know, I feel like. Not that my parents matured, but that they maybe understood more where I was coming from and had a better initial reaction than I was hoping for. And because I really didn't want to like see them upset or like make them mad or tell them something they didn't want to hear. So I just felt like they were really more understanding, which made having those conversations easier for me and way less stressful and I had a lot less anxiety about it. One thing that I loved is that uh, about two weeks before she um, we had family camp, we wrote out boundaries. We wrote out like what our expectations were when she transitioned home. And her initial reaction to those boundaries was actually not good at first. Yeah, I was kind of mad. I was like, why do we need a list? of rules but then I kind of after having that discussion with them and like talking over the rules more um I kind of just understood and was took it better like the second time <laughs> <laughs> well it was nice because as she processed it and as we have processed it at home um, when we were able to come together at family camp we were able to discuss our sides and our views and she was able to put her own boundaries in place and then we were able to say okay and this is how we feel and it kind of it just went really good I think one of my biggest awakenings on it was I was always in that mother role where I wanted to protect her and and I wanted to um, definitely like if there was someone who I knew wasn't a good influence, I would step in and like, oh, no, they're not a good influence. Let's not hang out with them and let's not. And I constantly was like helicoptering in on a lot of ways. And so it was huge once I saw her at family camp and saw her take charge on making a fire and putting together food and like that she could take care of herself in that way and protect herself and know her boundaries. Boundaries, I could step back and we were able to have a conversation where I don't feel that I need to helicopter in or save her from things because she can really save herself. And I'm just there to love and support her through that and let her go through these hard things and these choices and love and support her. 
Thank you. I was thinking, what was, so she was on the trail, but you also had your own walking. What were some of the things you took out of your walking? Well, I took out a lot. Like she said, it's not necessarily matured, but I looked at even parenting differently. I looked at, um, I loved how the staff had talked about that we are all equal and that um, we all have our own walking path and we all go through our own trials and, and yeah, just loving and supporting each other through that. But also one of my biggest things was facing my own fears and my own things from my childhood and working through, I worked through a lot of things while she was out on the trail, just on my own and understanding. Cause I think a lot of ways, Hallie and I both try to be perfect and we're perfectionists in a lot of ways. Yeah. I definitely get that from you, <laughs> but we both realize that it's okay to not be perfect and to be sad or upset or all these different feelings is a good thing. Like we're meant to fill those things. And that was really difficult because we always wanted to be this happy perfect selves. And we didn't, we, a lot of times, um, put our feelings on the back burner. And I think it's important to fill those feelings. It seems like you felt like you saw some changes. What were they? Yeah. So as I was reading some of the awakenings that I had, that she had in her letters, um, it was really a relief to me because I always felt like I was the problem or I'm the reason that the relationship isn't better but it made me realize like it's not all one-sided and it made me feel I don't know it was like a weight was lifted off my shoulder because I didn't feel as responsible or as terrible for just the miscommunications and just like everything so it was really just a relief (laughs) I love that it's it's interesting because um you know, and Arbinger, if you, like they talk about if you're seeing somebody as a burden or if you're feeling like a burden, you're not actually seeing each other, you know. And so it sounds like what you really did is got to see each other a little bit more. For sure. Yeah. I think for the first time in a long time since teenage years, <laughs> we saw each other for who we are. So what were your first impressions coming home, Hallie? Um, or getting off the trail, I guess. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> like when I went to sleep at night, I had to turn off the light. Like it wasn't just the sun going down and like, okay, time for bed. Like I had to get up and hit the light switch. Or I was washing the dishes the other day and kind of just like loading the dishwasher. And I just like walked away and the water was still running because I'm used to just like going up to the stream and like doing my thing and then walking away. So I was like, oh yeah, I have to turn off the water now. <laughs> And just so little stuff like that was like, oh, yeah, I have to do this now. And it's just it's like two different worlds. It's so strange. She said the noises were a little difficult, too. Like we had um, they were playing Uno together and they're all screaming as they're playing Uno. And then the TV was on really loud. And our youngest was throwing a temper tantrum. And she was just like, oh, I got to walk away for just a second. Yeah, it was a lot. I'm just used to like the peace and like having a conversation with someone every once in a while. And like, I know my throat hurt from telling so many stories the first three days and just like stuff. It was just weird. I bet you were so excited to see your siblings. Oh, yeah. I was really excited, but they're all so loud. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Crystal, you're 
doing your own walking while Hallie is doing her walking while out on the trail. But you also have other children who are not on the trail. How were you able to apply some of the things that you were learning through Anasazi to the children who were not walking on the trail? It was huge. And I had actually written in a letter to Hallie that like, even though she was the one out there on the trail, I felt like I was on the trail too, in spirit in a lot of ways and learning just the different concepts and the different things I was able to take it into our own family life. And, um, and I, I guess the biggest thing was seeing all of my kids as individual people and um, and that they're all walking their path and supporting them on that journey was really huge. And I know even the kids saw a difference at home just on how we handle situations. And there was a situation where I was getting upset because one of the kids burnt a hole in the side of the couch, which was interesting. But um, and my daughter was sitting in the room and she was like, remember, like, you know, go calm down for a second but let's talk about this. Like, how are you feeling about it? And like, she just had all these different, and so it was such a different, I don't know, aspect. Um, and then one other quick thing is like, one day I was having a really rough day and I had talked to the kids because we had read a book with the kids at home um, that Hallie was reading out on the trail so that we could all feel connected. And it's called Seven Paths. And so all of the kids were seeing that along the way. But one morning I was I was upset about something and um, my daughter came in and she was like, OK, mom, like normally I would just internalize all those feelings and not talk it through. And she was like, you know, what's going on with you? Like how, you know, you seem like you're having a rough day. And she saw me as a person. And and I was able to say like what I was going through. And then I was like, oh, wait, like it's actually not that bad. Like once you say it out loud and don't internalize it all day. And so, yeah, I mean, I think everybody in our household was walking their own path. It was just amazing. You said that um, you address some of your mental health issues at home and that you um, have your awakenings to read. Are there any other like physical things that you're doing at home that help you? Well, on the trail, something that I learned is always drink more water. <laughs> and so every time that I'm like upset or I'm feeling down or I'm just like going through something, I'll just like go get a cup of water. And like it's so simple and it seems kind of silly, but it just reminds me like, OK, just take a sip of water, just calm down and just. Yeah, it's. Just making it a lot easier to process stuff if I just remember to just take a sip of water. <laughs> you want me to go first? <laughs> okay. Um, my biggest takeaway, and I know I've we've kind of said it throughout this, but um, is just seeing everybody as people, seeing people for who they are. And I think that's my biggest. Yeah, I think that my biggest takeaway is definitely seeing everyone as a person and just realizing that, you know, everyone has their own things that they're going through and it's okay to go through those things. Like we're all human. We all have feelings and yeah, it's just, it's okay to feel and it's okay to show those things. I like that. We, we have to remember that not just like to see others as people, but also ourselves like to, to realize that, you know, we can all have hard days. We can all have times that are hard and it's okay to go through them like you're saying. Um, but just if we view ourselves as a person, then we're able to go through those things rather than like avoid them or like over, what were you saying you did overthink, internalize them too internalize, much. Internalize, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then it just builds up and it makes it so much harder later rather than just communicating how you're feeling in the moment. And it definitely helped me have um, better relationships. I would say even with my own kids, but even just with external relationships um, with other people, friends, family members, it just makes me look at relationships differently. So would you suggest Anasazi to anybody and who? Um, everyone. Everyone should walk on the trail. <laughs> I kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. She talks about missing it so much. She's like, I'll just bring my whole family this time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, all of my siblings would struggle. I mean, the struggle and the scarcity is part of the beauty of the trail in the end, you know? It's true. Yeah. Even though at the time it's like, ah, <laughs> I would definitely say anybody who's struggling, even with mental health, um, addictions, or really just want a good life experience to gain that self-worth should definitely go out onto the trail. Excellent. So um, now is our one of my favorite sections. We could do the fire circle and joining us. We have some of Hallie's sisters. Do you mind introducing them, Hallie? Yes. So we have Ariana. Say hi. Hi. We have Savannah. Hi. And we have Hannah. Hi. So we're going to go ahead and start our fire circle. Um, we're going to invite people to just talk about an awakening or some thoughts they've had or maybe what this experience was like for them, what they got out of, you know, having um, this experience from a, a different perspective, whatever, whatever you feel in your heart to share. We'd love to hear it. Um, love it. Do you mind starting? Uh, sure. Um, I have loved being able to chat with you guys today and to ask some of the deeper questions and to get to see and understand both sides a little bit better. Um, I was a former young walker many, many moons ago, and I felt like I was able to see a different side of things that I haven't been able to see before today. So thank you for teaching me and helping me to do some deeper self-reflection. Um, Hallie, I hope that you will always remember who you are. And then I hope you will always remember where you come from and that you can do really hard things. That when you start to feel yourself slipping, that you will know where to turn to so that you don't slip as bad. And that you will keep all of the awakenings in your heart and that you'll reflect on them often. And I am singing Sunstone and I've spoken. So I've had... Um just I've learned so much, but the thing that I appreciate the most is just the closeness and the love and support that all of my family gives, um, not only to Hallie, but to each other as we're walking forward through this journey. And I just I love that I've seen Hallie's confidence grow a hundred percent and just to see her love and not only for nature now, but just each one of her siblings and just everything in life. And I am Forest Waters and I have spoken. So um, I am just so thankful for my experience on the trail, like all of the hardships that I went through and um, all of the people that I met and all of the views that I saw from climbing all the mountains. <laughs> Um, it's just amazing. And I'm just really thankful for everything and all the awakenings that I had and just everything. And I am Radiant Open Sky and I've spoken. Um, I'm just really excited. I was okay, sorry. We're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. 
I'm first just excited that Hallie made it home safely. And I'm also, I also just love how much our relationship has grown, even in like a week. And also like how we can still have those conversations before she left and how we can still like our, I think our relationship like just like picked off, picked up, picked up from where it was. And I keep, I think it just keeps growing and I'm really thankful for that. I'm also thankful for how much our family has grown together and how much we work together now. And I am Hannah and I have spoken. Beautiful. Um, so I keep thinking about this awakening that a, a mom shared with me when during a family circle, like at the family camp, they were having their last downstar ceremony. And she shared this awakening about how she loved to go to watch the sunrise and um, how she would get up early every morning and she'd walk and she'd see the sunrise and she'd do her walking. Uh, a lot of times the parents will do um, so many steps or so many miles while their children are gone. And she would do that and she'd watch the sunrise. And then one day it dawned on her that it wasn't the sun that rose because we all know that from science. It's actually the earth moving, um, but that the earth had to move towards the sun. And she's like, I have to move towards my sun. Um, and that's when real light and comes is when I'm, I'm the one making the move. And, um, I guess the reason that kind of stood out to me is I can see how, um, you guys have moved towards each other. And I think that that's so beautiful. And I'm raising our song and I've spoken. Um, I'm also happy that Hallie's back. Um, I like that she's been teaching me some of the things that she learned. Um, an example is she has this thing called for forward walking and like not backwards walking. And that's really eye opening to me because like all of us make some bad decisions. So I just feel like if I make a bad decision, a bad decision that I made a while ago, like I can go back and think, okay, like that's backwards walking and I don't want to do that. And like, I'll be like, okay, you know what? I need to realize what I did and just like move forward with that. So I'm Ariana and I have spoken. I love that Hallie is now back home. And one thing that I love about her is that she's so open and confident about what she says to other people and everyone slips up but she catches herself awesome guys thank you so much for joining us those are all like just beautiful things that you added and yeah thank you hallie for joining us and thank you crystal yes thank you for having me and the sisters thank, thank you, you. This has been The Fire Circle, a podcast by the Anasazi Foundation. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share. We'd sure appreciate your review. Anasazi Foundation is a whole family solution. Through primitive living experiences, it gives young people an opportunity to heal at the hands of nature. Its philosophy invites a change of heart and a change of perspective on one's whole way of walking in the world. Visit anasazi.org for more information. Copyright 2021 by Anasazi Foundation. Sure love ya!